Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 37. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and today I'm not joined by my co-host Rachel Colony from Photoscribe. Rachel couldn't make it today, but today we have Rosh Sillers. I've known Rosh for many years, still have yet to meet in person. I feel like that's the way it always goes these days. Um, <laughs> and uh, Rosh is a photographer, a marketing, marketing consultant, the author of four books, including one on online marketing, which is co-authored by Lindsay Adler. Rosh is a past university instructor, speaker, podcaster, and blogger, and these days, a vlogger, um, which we can talk about a little bit, and uh, he supports creative professionals to open new markets and grow their business. So, um, I, I'm you've been on my list to, to get on the show for a while, Rosh, and I'm glad you're finally here. Good so to welcome. be here. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I, yeah, I've been waiting for about 37 episodes for that invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ever since you know, your announcement, like, oh, it's got you be calling any day now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, yeah. maybe Sin- proactivity on my part should have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's, you know, it's one of those things, like, you, you want to get so many different people on. It's like, sure. when, when do you do it? You know, yeah. and our big thing is, you know, the, the whole WordPress industry uh, is male-dominated. There's a lot of females in it, and it's growing, but it's, it's more male-dominated. So our goal is every three or four people we have on is a female. Okay. So okay. we want to make sure that we get in the, the, the diversity in there, which is, uh, which is difficult. But um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so let's dive into, before we go, get into what's going on with you, let's dive into the WordPress photography-related news. Uh, on February 28th, Amazon had a huge outage of their S3 servers. Now, this is a, uh, basically a cloud platform that many companies are using. In fact, Imagely Hosting uses it, MailChimp uses it, Shootproof uses it, Swift Galleries uses it, and SmugMug uses it. SmugMug actually uses it for their own site as well as for the customer. So SmugMug was down completely for the entire day. Uh, so it took down hundreds of thousands of websites and applications that are all running on their servers. So uh, it's all back now. It, it was literally down an entire day, but now it's back and... Yay. But that sucks. That sucks for uh, Amazon. <laughs> that sucks for um, for uh, every all the customers who are using those servers. So the next bit of news is NextGen Gallery, one of the plugins that Imagely makes, had a uh, minor but important uh, update in 2.1.79, which uh, fixes a security issue. Uh, it's recommended for everybody to update. Uh, and it's definitely upgrade safe. It's been up- upgraded well over 100,000 times at this point. So uh, please do that as soon as possible if you are using... Actually, now, since since that update, we've actually released another update, which is a really, really good one. So um, make sure you're up to date. The last bit of news is WordPress 4.7.3 is out with six security patches. Um, so, And this one is actually one that the Department of Homeland Security actually shared that it's important to update. So uh, I don't know the details of the security patches, but apparently at least one of them caught wind, was caught wind by the Department of Homeland Security. So be sure to update your WordPress, run your backups and update so that you're 
instances are completely up updated, uh, up to date, and safe, and all those security vulnerabilities are gone. So that's the news for today. <laughs> good scary um, stuff about Amazon. I mean, Amazon that was supposed to be like bulletproof. That's where you go yeah. when you just don't want to go down. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Um, the person, the person who caused the incident. I'm sure was fired. It was oh. all caused by one typo. Right. A typo. That's right. A that's typo. amazing. Yeah. That's, so, that's I mean, coding. <laughs> you know? That's coding. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, when, when things go wrong, it could easily be a typo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I'm sure we all have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so what's going on with you? What, what's going on in the world of Rush? Wow, uh, been pretty busy. Uh, great, great start to the new year. Um, a lot of new clients on both the photography and the, the digital uh, consulting and marketing front. Uh, just moved into a new studio. I'm so excited about that. It's a really cool space. I've been in the studio for 12 years, just a half a half a mile away. And uh, this this well, that one was kind of in the basement of a big building. It was 2,500 square feet. It was great. It had cove, you know, is is cool. But there was no daylight. And uh, we had an opportunity to move into this cool space, which is a looks like a miniature version of the White House and is really just a cool place to be. And so we're pretty excited about that. Um, and, uh, you know, just getting more involved in YouTube. Uh, this I, I, may, I kind of had an experiment at the be- end of last year. Um, as a lot of us, we've been on YouTube forever. I mean, 2006 is my first channel, but I, you know, I'd load something here. I'd maybe get on a kick and get a few videos up here and there, but I finally just decided, let me test it out. And I saw some good things happen. I said, it's time, it's time. Cause video is so important. And yeah. so, you know, I could, I, I, I've done well with Periscope, but I go off and on with that. And I said, you know, I need to make a commitment. If I'm going to make a commitment somewhere, let's go for the big dog. And, and that there I am. And so I've been doing that since uh, beginning of December, and I'm loving every second of it, sharing ideas. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That was, it's one of my goals 2017 is also to do more videos. Um, so I've been, I've been focusing on that a lot for myself as well. And uh, right now I've got my, my gear for doing, um, you know, like screencasting type videos. It's, it's right. fairly straightforward. It's what most people use. But I'm still trying to figure out the whole... What do I use? What do I get for on-the-go videos, right? So, um, honestly, it could be anything out. these days. It I could, mean, your yeah, phone yeah, is yeah. just fine, you know. Yeah. And if you want they, a little bit audio, better audio, there's some nice yeah. little things you can up to your phone. In, in your yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a wireless lab that I use with my phone. Um, yeah. The the only downside to the phone is, you know, t- the better camera is the one, this one, and then you can't see yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right. <laughs> so going, going like this is, uh, yeah, is, yeah. is a little, little strange. So, um, but you know, eventually, you know, who knows, maybe the next iPhone will have a, a good camera. That's a front facing as well as a rear facing. Right, so, right, right. Um, so let, t- speaking of video, let's talk about YouTube. Um, so you're pushing video is hard this year, yes. right? You're yes. pushing not only just videos, but you're, you're, you're doing video education too. Like, um, how, 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 uh, people could utilize video in their business. And sure. so let's talk about photographers specifically, cause this yeah. is the WordPress photography podcast. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> how could, how could photographers that are targeting, you know, consumers, mm-hmm. brides, grooms, um, families, how could they utilize YouTube as a marketing channel? For their businesses. Well, I, I think it's the, the same and very similar as it is when working with your blog on WordPress. And, and, and I have found that 
actually using the combination, as you may know, I'm a big fan of using combination things is much more powerful. And I started using YouTube and more and more. And then I said, Hey, I, I need to put this back into my, my blog. And so my blog is really getting some good back when moving forward because I'm putting more videos in there, which is helping the SEO, which is helping engagement, which is helping, you know, more time on site and people being involved and then more people seeing my YouTube videos because I have a pretty good blog following. So it's been very, very helpful. But when it comes to deciding how you want to, or you know, what you want to uh, do for your videos, it, again, it's the same as your blog or podcast or whatever it is. What what are those questions that the end user has? What are those questions that people ask you often about your business, what you do, and create videos? What are people searching for? And yeah. if you so, create some good so, videos that way, you you should be very yeah in good shape. Yeah, so I mean, if you already have, if you're if you're a wedding photographer and you already have blog content that's saying, you know, the the ten best venues in yeah. New York City, right? Right. You can then do a video that is talking about the same exact thing using sample photos and yourself, you right. know, talking to a camera, and and just sort of you've got this video content that you can now add to that blog post, update okay. the blog post so it's. You know, the date is new and it looks fresh. It's Absolutely. you've evergreened that that content by just adding something fresh and new to it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You, so. I mean, um, even you don't even have to do all 10, though. But if you've been at three out of the 10 locations, you can kind of show what you've done and you can add, you know, quite often a good um, kind of a tentpole uh, blog post is, you know, your local uh, your local hall, uh, the 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 maybe the hotel that people go to for events and and create a video related to that as well as a good solid blog post about that. And you can be picked up in both video uh, in search as well as your blog post and become that expert in your town for the photography there. Because a lot of times maybe people say they're just typing in basic information about that location and your stuff pops up along with it, and they, well, well, yeah, we do need a photographer for this event. That was our next step, and here's a, someone who knows the venue. That's great, and and you can become the expert. And so, both video as well as the written word is really powerful. Awesome, yeah. And it, um, the photographers that you work with, uh, with on the consulting side, do you are you seeing a lot of them or any of them start moving to about videos? Uh, yeah, I mean that. I think that's almost the natural first step for a lot of people. And I think, you know, it, it is personality. And quite often we know if we're going to connect with somebody right when we meet them. Now, you know, video isn't perfect in that world, but you certainly can get a better feeling. Okay, this person seems like an upstanding <laughs> human being that I can work with and want to bring yeah. into my wedding, you know, yeah. and, and or my corporate event or photograph my food or Take pictures of, you know, my buildings and walking around the property, you know, they're not going to call security. You know, it's going to be that kind of a thing. So being able to relate to people at that deeper level absolutely is a great way to go. And I've been putting more and more videos personally on all my channels um, and updating them multiple pages, different video for different types of a page. And and I yeah. found that extremely valuable and certainly have talked with photographers about doing that. Some photographers have been doing a really good job. Uh, creating some very creative videos, to be quite honest. I mean, there's some. I mean, I'm more of just kind of a talking head kind of guy when I do my stuff. But <laughs> there, there, there's some. You know, photographers are getting really creative with their with their uh, video, and I'm seeing some really cool things that you know make me jealous. Yeah, 
Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, there's some people doing some really impressive things. Um, so, uh, for anybody who's listening and wants to know the easiest way to embed a YouTube video, a Vimeo, a Wistia, any of those videos onto your website... In the content area, the, the default content editor, this may not work if you're using uh, a page builder because they use something different, but if you're using the default content editor on a page or post, you can literally take the URL of the video, so like a YouTube.com yep. link of the video, and just paste it on your page or post. And WordPress has something called OEmbed, which is a sort of universal embedding um, API, a, 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 a way for for software to talk to different websites. And so by in, by just pasting the YouTube URL of your video, it will actually convert that into an embedded video automatically. You don't have to go in and figure out what sizes to, to embed. It will automatically do it for you. So um, that is how to embed a video. And you can do it on any page or post at any given time. Um, so I, I, I strongly recommend doing adding more video to your photography website because of everything Rosh said about connecting to people, um, about creating additional content that can be consumed. Remember, YouTube is the second most popular search engine just under Google. Now, that means Google owns the first two popular search engines that's right. um, that people use. So, and, and that's one of the reasons why I went to YouTube also. You know, you have Facebook Live, you have Periscope, right. but the one thing YouTube has is that search feature. And I want people yep. searching for what I'm offering. And so when people yeah. are looking for examples and specific, they're not going to find that in Facebook. They just happen, if they're your friend, if they happen to wander by, fine. And that's great. And that can be real powerful. And of course, you know, Facebook pushes that out and you can certainly get a really good um, view count. You know, but down the road, the long tail, uh, uh, the long tail of it isn't really there compared to a YouTube, which is what you really want that, what I like to refer to as that compound interest of that long tail for your video to have life two, three years down the road. I've had videos take off two and three years after I posted them. And it's that's very common. It does not happen on other platforms. Yeah, and, you know, and, and Facebook is starting to push video more. Yep. It's still not as big as YouTube, that's for sure. But they are pushing uh, videos more. So I, what I would say, and this is something I've been experimenting with, is when you have video content that could work well outside of just YouTube, uh, for example, if you're referencing another YouTube video and you're actually doing something like click here, you know, like that type of thing, yeah. um, which you can't do on Facebook right now, if you're not doing something like that and it's just a straightforward video, cross-post it on Facebook. Yeah. Put it on your page on Facebook yeah. because Facebook will give more attention to that than any other content. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah. and if you do Facebook ads for video views, it's yeah. super, super inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And make sure you upload it to Facebook. Don't just take your link from YouTube. Exactly. I mean, you will get 10 times more views if you upload it natively versus a yeah. link. And, and Facebook's now doing auto captioning too, which you can edit, but they will actually automatically ca- uh, close caption your videos for you if you want, which is a nice, yeah. nice feature. And it's it's pretty good. It's still, <laughs> They're still all not perfect, issues, but, it's, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um, all right, so so um, I want to talk about something that I know you love a lot, and that is pricing, ah, pricing yes. photography. Yes, but. I don't want to talk about, I mean, you've, you've written, uh, I'll make sure I link to it. You've written a lot about how to price your photography. I'll make sure yeah. I link to the one. You just updated one for 2017, yeah, 2017 right? yep. 
Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I want to talk about specifically adding pricing to a pricing page or an about page or something sure. on a photography website. That's one of those things like people, some people are, just, are it's either black or white. No, yeah. People are not, um, it depends. It's either yes or no. Right. So I'm curious what your opinion on, is because I think you're going to have a more unique one than the average person. Sure. Well, I, I do that. I actually create a calculator on my website so people can kind of figure it out themselves. Uh, and, and also so people can figure out their own kind of pricing. You know, a photographer can actually go there and figure out their own with their own system. I'm always updating. Every once in a while I tweak it and, you know, I get some pushback here, pushback there. Maybe you should correct this. And, you know, it looks like it was made in 1971. I get it, but I haven't taken the time <laughs> to update it. Nice. But, um, you know, uh, my my favorite example is a local photographer, relatively well known photographer who um, he he was really getting frustrated in the Detroit community, and he uh, decided that you know man everybody's like half his price you know everybody's charging like seventy five sixty five seventy five dollars an hour and he was like two hundred an hour and he's like I'm not going down to seventy five an hour I, I'm worth more the so what he did is he put his prices. On the website, and everybody in the community pretty much knows him, and he let people know. I put my prices on the on the uh, on my site, and before you know it, within a year, the the average price within Detroit doubled for events. Hmm. And you know, if I in his thought, and I agree, is you know, I rather compete with somebody who is you know five ten dollars lower than me, and that's where you're comparing portfolios versus somebody who's half price. And so I think for the health of the industry, I think it's good that you put your prices out there and, and you can see what other people do. You can see if you can start seeing, well, wow, you know, I've been charging, you know, 50 bucks an hour or $50 a photo. And I noticed that a lot of people are, you know, charging 150. Well, why am I doing that? You know, I'm not going to do 150 because I, you know, I need to, you know, be lower than them. So I'll do 125. Hey, that's much healthier for your community than 50. I'd rather everybody try to, you know, underbid me by a few dollars than by half. So that, that's been good, and I think it's a good way to go, and I see the value in, in and that is, hey, you know, it, it also pre-qualifies people who are looking. You know, people who say, oh, okay, they're 50 an hour, and this person is $1,000 an hour, Oh, I can see the difference, you know, and I can see why. You know, they get. I mean, obviously that's an exaggeration, but people are pre-qualified, and and I don't get as many calls from people who are looking for the cheap photographer. Right. Uh, usually, when people are calling me, they're calling me because they want my work. They, they're familiar with my prices, and I, you know, honestly, a lot of times I give people a better price than what's there. Um, you know, for example, yeah, I may I do a lot, as you know, a lot of permage pricing, and mm-hmm. and I may say. Okay, you know, it's a for a local assignment, 250 for the first image and it says 300 on my website. And I say, "Okay, 250 for the first image and 175 for each additional." It says 200 on the website. So now they're feeling, "Oh, he's giving me a good price." Now I already valued, I was willing to pay what he's willing to, but it kind of secures it. It makes him stop and not want to shop anymore. Um, I still feel I'm getting full value. And, and it all obviously it all depends on the production and all that's involved. Sometimes it has to be higher because it's a higher production shoot. But again, you know, I, I try to work it that way that, that this is my standard rate and I do charge people that. 
But in some cases, depending on the production and what's going on, I can give them a little bit of a better deal and hey, or maybe for the fact that I'm not that busy that week. And so knocking it down 50 bucks per image isn't a big deal because I wouldn't be working that week anyway. Exactly, yeah. So um, do you think um, it matters whether you say exact pricing versus something like starting at $300, for example? Yeah, um, I I think it's important. I mean, I I often put in their information about use and how it's going to be used and understanding, try to explain, you know, copyright and all that. I think it's important uh, because, you know, the, the value of an image that somebody is going to use on a poster uh, in their local business, downtown business, is much different than a corporation who's going to use that same ed- image on billboards and magazine covers all you know all over the world. I mean, it's just a different different animal. So, I mean, the the value of image is different for everyone. And but I will usually say for local usage to clarify it, and I'll state what local usage means. And that way, when they say, well, we're going to use this regionally or through a few states, then I know I can add a premium to that because the value of that image is higher. It's going to be used more. You know, and it's funny, you know, you and I, you and I have had chats about the permit pricing yeah. and I love the whole concept. And uh, it's, it's uh, I've been using it whenever possible. Yeah. And um, I know you've struggled at times back and yeah. forth. I mean, and, and you're not alone. Yeah. And you're, we, we oh, all yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, um, but I had, a, I had an interesting uh, situation few months back where I was approached to photograph a um, company mm-hmm. that is about to franchise. Right. And I gave a price based on permanent pricing, based on, um, you know, back and forth with, with, the, with the potential client, mm-hmm. with the lead, about what was expected, what type of photos, and um, what type of different situations. There was different lighting scenarios. There was portrait versus there was lifestyle versus right. um, still like products. Yep. Uh, so there's a, a wide a wide variety. Basically meant bring all of my equipment to this to this right. facility. Um, and and I went I went with a price that in my opinion was very reasonable. And there's a case where a very a very uh, wealthy person who owns the business that was about to franchise it basically said, are you kidding me? That's overpriced. He wound up going to get a $600 photographer. Now I don't, I didn't want the job for anything lower than what I offered. I'm no problem turning it away. Um, And it's just funny because what the, what, what they get is a $600 photographer's work. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, exactly. So, so, um, I, I my the point of me sharing that is don't be afraid to price what you know you're worth. Yes. Um, use calculators whether you're using and I'll link to to Rosh's per image pricing calculator in the show notes. Whether you're using his his per image pricing calculator or you're doing a day rate or you're doing uh, a package price, whatever your pricing is, using like PPAs, you know how to price your photography calculator, whatever it is. Don't undervalue yourself. No. Um, and you know what? Sometimes we find ourselves um, in a situation where we're doing something for a charity or it's someone we know and we want to give them a deal. That's right. fine. But make sure you still invoice them for your full amount because that way they know what you are worth. And so what you could do, like, for example, for a charity, if it was a $1,000 morning or something and you give them an invoice for $1,000 with 100% credit. That way they don't refer you to somebody else like, hey, I know a really cheap photographer. No, I know a photographer who's about $1,000 for the morning, but 
you know, uh, you know, maybe he can give you a break too or something like that. But this is his value. I can't speak for. And and the thing is, people, if you are cheap, people refer you to other people who need a cheap photographer, and you keep wondering why you can't get any bigger clients. There are people who charge ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars a day, and you say that's crazy. They're not worth that. Well, someone's paying it. They may not work as much. And you know what? I'm okay working once a month for fifty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so but you have yeah. to build to that. But but only people who know other people who need a fifty thousand dollar a day photographer are going to refer that fifty thousand dollar a day photographer to other people who need a fifty thousand dollar a day photographer. You know, I mean, people give you what is asking. If you need a cheap photographer and you were a cheap photographer, you're going to be referred. Yep. Yeah, that's that's fantastic advice. Um, okay, sorry so, for my um, rant. <laughs> no, no, this. Hey, you know, people are gonna walk away, walking away with a whole, whole, uh, you know, different outlook on what they're already doing yeah. and, and find ways to improve based on on rant. So it's good. <laughs> um, um, so let's dive into uh, more WordPress specific yeah. with themes and plugins. Um, so this segment of the of, the, of each episode we have. Uh, you, the guest, talk about what WordPress products that you uh, recommend for other photographers to check out. So why don't you talk about? Sure. It looks like uh, in in the show notes you put all plugins. Um, so I let's talk, talk about, about the first too, one. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've I've been using WordPress about ten years now. You know, two thousand seven or so, and and I've always enjoyed using it. The the ability to um, just get in there and, and create. I mean, a lot of times I'll just I'll code my own stuff into it, but you know. The ability to just the flexibility is so awesome. I, I can't. Um, I'm sure anybody who's listening to this already knows that, but you know, it's, <laughs> it, it 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 really is amazing. You know, as far as the plugins, I'm always the ones I the two I always put in for sure. Yoast is a standard for me. I, I think a lot of people um, use yeah. that for SEO. Um, Word, yeah, that, Word that, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Yoast has been recommended by. I would say. 30 out of the 37 episodes. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And for good reason, too. It keeps getting, there's yeah. a time I stopped using it, though. Um, and, yeah. and then it got better again. And, uh, and for, the, I would say, the last four or five years, I've been right on top using it. Um, and uh, I, I always use WordFence to protect my site. I think it's a, yeah. a great plugin. Uh, it's, it's saved me many a time <laughs> and, and many of my clients. And I, I it's amazing how many times I get a unsecured website from somebody, you know, that someone else built them a website and there's no security on it. And I immediately throw WordFence in there and uh, clean out any, you know, malware that may be in there. And I, MailMunch is one that I mentioned down there just because I've enjoyed using it as a pop-up. There are a number of good ones. There may even be some better ones. It's just the one I've been using. Mm-hmm. And they also have been uh, starting to, uh, well, they have launched landing pages I've not ex- I've not played with that very much, but I, I would like to start playing with that a little more. See how that goes. Uh, maybe, Interesting. That's nice for me, Dad. Yeah, may, maybe you can answer this question for me. This is what I really want. So I have a. Um, I'm going to use a bad word on this show. Um, I have a client who uses Squarespace, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and but they have a um, they, they have a uh, form plugin that allows, you know, obviously it goes to the person when, you know, the, the client when someone fills out the form, but also click a button and it'll go to my uh, Google Drive as a spreadsheet. And so I can keep track of those conversions. So what I, what I want is 
a lot of plugins just say thank you, don't go, but just have a pop-up says thank you, but will not give you an option to, to go to a thank you page so I can better track the conversion. And I know you can do events and you know in in Google Analytics, but it's so much easier just to track a thank you page when someone lands on that. Um, so I want a plugin that allows me to do a simple form that will send people to a thank you page, but then allow me to send a copy of that form to the to Google Drive. Do you know of one? Yeah. So, um, uh, so you could it, it you want this to be a pop up or it can just be a form on a no, page just embedded. A form. Just a form. Yeah. This is more. Okay. This is so more then, for you know more information yeah. for like for a client. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Gravity Forms can do that. So you can um, you can use Gravity Forms, have the have it go to a thank you page, um, and then if you really want to, you could even encode the you can code the um, the merge tags into the thank you page so it's personalized. Okay. Um, and and uh, there's an extension for for Gravity Forms that allows you to send directly to a Google a Google Drive sheet. Well, there that is perfect. Thank so, you. Gravity Forms it is. So yeah, everyone, yeah. my next and, suggestion <laughs> is Gravity Forms and I'm going to start playing with that. And I actually I played with it in the past, um, but I did not know it. Okay, perfect. Good. Yeah, and I'll, I'll link to um, both Gravity Forms and the extension um, on in the show notes so anybody who is interested in that too. Um, by by default Gravity Forms will go to a thank you page if you want. Yep. Um, but the extension, which I'm checking right now if it's uh, free or not, it is trying to see. I don't, I can't tell if it's free. Uh, but anyway, I'll link to it so anybody can can check it out. And it might be a paid add-on. I'm not exactly sure. The the, um, the reason um, for those listening that I want one, you know, tracking conversions is so important. And when you have somebody, you know, how often do people actually um, uh, fill out that form? You know, what is that conversion percentage, especially if you're advertising, advertising on Facebook, advertising in Google? And you want to have that whole funnel tracked all the way through so you can actually figure out if you're getting a positive ROI for your money. And so you, you cl- figure out what the click-through rate is and then you... Um, figure out what the conversion rate is, and you know it'll give you that information. And I create calculators for that too, and, and figure all that stuff out. And it's really, really important. A lot of people don't do that. And another thing that I do, that I that I recommend that people do in WordPress, uh, is actually A/B test your your pages, even your SEO pages. It doesn't have to be through a pay-per-click campaign. Uh, use Google um, Analytics and do a, an experiment where you are A-B testing your contact page and see which one gets more people to fill out the form to request more information. And yeah. and I've seen, I, I did this many years ago with the company I was at before we had a really big wedding photographer client. And actually, they were a DJ business, but they, they um, asked, it was a DJ business, but they had photography as part of it. And one of the pages was, of course, you know, more information to show the photography. And, and we A-B tested it. And before, it was like starting off, it was 8% of the people actually filled out the form when they got there to ask for more information. And the client was pretty happy. He's like, but we're going to try this. And they say, well, we think this is even better. So we A-B tested their idea and our idea. And ultimately, we increased that uh, submission to 16%. 
And so, right. yeah, so that it was amazing, maybe 14 or 16 percent. But whatever the case, it increased by a huge amount, and they get a decent amount of traffic. That turned into some real dollars. So obviously it depends on how much uh, traffic you get to your website. It'll make a bit, big difference, but maybe just one. I mean, one for many photographers, one more wedding, one more portrait, one more could make a right. big difference. So see which one works better. Yeah, and, and actually there's a new uh, free tool from Google called Google Optimize, or maybe it's Google Optimizer. I think it's just Google Optimize, which um, I'll also link to in the show notes, that allows you to do free A-B testing. Um, Did they reopen And it's visual. So it's just, Did they reopen that? Cause oh, that, yeah. And it, yeah, they reopened it, and it's available free for everybody. Okay, because it, it was before, because um, they, 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 tur- they shut it down years ago yep. and put it into experiments in Google Analytics, but now they're reopened as its yeah. own standalone as Optimizer. Yeah, as uh, so it's yeah, it is called Google Optimize and uh, it's very visual. So you're basically you have to add some scripts just like Google Analytics. You add scripts to your site and then you can just go in and add a URL, it pulls it up in the thing and you can replace text, change font, change color, change whatever and and then do as many variations on that. So you can do basically, you know, A to, a to Z testing or AZ testing. It, it, so it's, it's kind of funny. I, we were talking about videos earlier, and I was going through some of my old videos, and I had one from 2010 on Google Optimize or Optimizer oh, at the time. And, and I looked and I said, maybe I should take this down because it's not even around anymore. And I guess I missed the memo on that. So anyway, yeah, hey, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Or, yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But they, cool. they've been releasing um, a lot of cool stuff lately. Um, but uh, those of you who put a lot of script in your WordPress sites, uh, definitely consider using Google Tags. That, that's oh, really, yeah. really important. Um, if you guys haven't talked about that much, um, I would assume you have. But um, yeah, it, it, just to keep the site running a lot faster and smoother, which also helps your SEO. Right. Yeah. Um, Google Tag Manager. Um, we've written about it. On, done, I've done videos on it on the Imagely blog. Uh, I've got another one prepared, yep. an updated one. Um, we haven't had a whole episode on it, but I've done the blog content on it. So yep. I'll be sure to link to Google Tag Manager as well as um, as content about it um, so that anybody who wants to check it out can. Um, so uh, if you are enjoying this this podcast, if you enjoy this episode, please consider going to iTunes um, searching for the WordPress Photography Podcast or just search for Imagely and we'll show up as well and leave us a nice review because the more reviews that you leave, the more people will find this and learn from it. So thank you in advance um, for doing that. Uh, thank you, Rosh, for joining me today. Uh, I, I This is a great conversation. I think a lot of people are going to walk away learning a lot of new things and, and new ideas to, to, to think about and implement um, so thank you for joining. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. It. And, you know, it was, it was an honor, honor to be here. I learned a lot of stuff myself, including that I'm your 37th favorite person online. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you. At least I'm in the That's top awesome. 100. <laughs> and thank you for the tip. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate the offer. It's great to be here with you. Yeah. Um, you can find the show notes from today's episode at imagely.com slash podcast slash 37. Until next time. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.